185 Miles South — A Hardcore Punk Rock Podcast Hey everyone, uh, this is Zach, 185 Miles South, and uh, we have another um, kind of off-topic episode, and this is uh, this is a tribute to uh, Jason Whedon from Run For Your Fucking Life, um, who passed away about um, just about two weeks ago, and uh, I did not personally know Jason, so I'm going to uh, shut up other than introducing two of his best friends, um, Jeff Shadon, who is also in the band, Run For Your Fucking Life, and Ben, your last name is hard to pronounce. Nahum. Ben Nahum, mm -hmm. who's a, a longtime friend of mine and, and as well as uh, Jason, and he knew him since uh, junior eighth, high eighth, ninth grade, yeah. All right, so this is my cue to uh, cut out, and I'm going to let these guys talk about uh, their memories of Jason. Okay. Um, do you want to go first, Jeff, or would you mind if I do, or how do you want to work this? I didn't know your, your actual last name, Nahum, oh, for yeah. so long, until just very recently. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's why we call him Ben Who. Yes. Because, right? <laughs> yeah, because it's actually part of your last name. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's correct. That's awesome. And I did not know that you knew Jason since the ninth grade either. Yeah, actually. Um, I mean, I don't consider, like, like Jason and I weren't best friends, but we were, we've always been pretty tight. Um, like I actually met Jason at a party in eighth or ninth grade in Chula Vista, um, through our friend, Luis Ramos. He always, I don't know if you remember him or not, but he always, his family lived off of, um, Naples and Elm, I think. And he, he would throw these parties where like everybody in the world would show up. And I was kind of the new kid there. I, I just moved in from New York and I met Jason on the, on Luis's porch and, um, He's like he had. I just remember one of the times too. He had like this little bong he made out of a um, one of those little mini Jack Daniels bottles, and so <laughs> yeah, he kind of smoked me out that night, and we kind of just started talking. And I just wasn't in the. This was way before I was straight edge, and um, <laughs> and um, and so we kind of got tight through that. And then he started telling me like about all these punk shows going on in San Diego, and about like Chicken Farm. And then I think through him, I met you and Albert and Fernie <laughs> and all of that. Um, yeah, it all like after like he passed away, like a flood of like memories just started coming through, you know, like how I met him and all that kind of stuff. Do you remember and you guys went to Castle Park, right? No, didn't you go to Chula Vista? No, I went to Hilltop, actually. Oh, you went to Hilltop? Yeah, I for some reason. I met thought... you in high school. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, no, I went to Chula Vista. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to school with Rob Moran. Basically, he was like a, uh, a year older than me. Um, but uh, him, him, and uh, Rob Moran and I didn't really like start kicking it until probably like ninety seven, ninety eight, and then I would just see him at shows all the time or whatever. But it was a small crew of kids from Chula Vista, like some skinheads and like uh, you know some 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 pivotal, some key some key punk figures from mm -hmm. from the scene or whatever came from that school. But yeah, no, Jason Ubaldo. Uh, came and Albert uh, came from uh, Castle Park. Damien too, um, I think, right? High, high school, yeah, Damien too. Um, 
I, th- I think for at least part of that. And, and I don't, I don't think Jason made it. Uh, like, I don't think he graduated. Damien definitely didn't graduate. Um, we got out early. Albert started getting like college creds pretty early, mm-hmm. but like I graduated from, I graduated from children's high school. I was like lame or whatever. Like I didn't like, like I, I like finished high school. And right. So I didn't meet any of those guys until right after I got out of high school because like I was like super into high school and they weren't. But um, yeah, so it was like that summer um, is when I met. I had a show at my house. It was like uh, Heroin Rice, Unbroken, and With Intense first show was at my house. I was. I remember and, that show actually. I think I stole the flyers. Yeah, in the garage. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah, in the garage. It was the yeah. It was one of two shows that were at my house on the farm. And Fun farm. J- yeah, and Jason came to the second one. He came to the that one, and that's actually where I met him. And he told me about his band. To give him a call, and then like I called him like the next week, and then we were just kicking it like straight up, like hard kicking it every day mm-hmm. from that from that point forward, and like yeah, he was so, always like the most like welcoming person. What I remember, you know, he always meaned what he said. You know, if he liked you, he really liked you, and like he kind of never like he didn't seem to hold back at all. At least with me, you know. Um, even though like there, totally. was a, he, there was a time like when he knew I was straight edge and he wasn't. And we were out in front of a show at, um, I think it was the cultural center. And, uh, I was just laying up against or leaning up against a car and he was smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, Hey, let's come on over here. And, uh, he's like, why you don't want to see me cause you're straight edge and I'm, or be seen with me cause you're straight edge and I'm smoking. And I'm like, no dude, that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't matter. You know, you, we've been friends for a while. And it's just like, I would just rather go over here and hang out. And he's like, I think he was just kind of like testing the waters, you know, and like seeing if like I was going to be one of those like stuck up type of straight edge kids. But like it never really mattered, you know, and it was just like, like, and I think it's just like with with all the Chula kids for the most part, like, or at least with you guys, it didn't matter as long as you were a good person. And that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I felt too, you know, and it's just like you guys were always freaking cool where i thought a lot of like the straight edge kids were really like uptight at first <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. well yeah you're absolutely right about the the genuineness and the you know like the friendliness um the lack of judgment etc was like an, an uh core core ethic of jason's and of course our our group our gang or whatever was like you know all about that we're about unity we're about like you know it doesn't matter what your life choices are who you are what you present as etc like that you are like welcome and then jason was really good at demonstrating that that exact thing through his behavior you know he didn't just say oh yeah like everybody's welcome here he would like you know go out of his way to make people feel welcome there and so he did that for me you know like he did that from day one that's how i felt welcome in that scene you know like just like you fucking i was like just completely confused and um you know like kind of uptight about the whole straight edge thing and like and i was like thinking that i needed to be the uh, straight edge in order to you know enjoy uh radical music uh, i think when i was like super young but right. um right right after high school i kind of realized that was all uh for me it was just part of high school i guess you could mm-hmm. say it was like part of my high school experience was like straight edge and so you know very quickly 
didn't matter anymore. And all those barriers kind of just like fell down because, and all because of this guy and like the, the um, relationship that I forged with him was, was, was one, was that in and of itself was like, was break down the walls really, which is like yeah. a straight edge ethic, you know what I mean? Come to find out. But, but dude, like we played, we still played with straight edge. We still like represented straight edge and like re- represented a lot of that music represented like, the, the attitude, the unity attitude from the East Coast and all of that was like ran, you know, veins through that Chula Vista group, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I call it a gang because, like, I feel like it really was like I, as soon as I met Jason, I met, you know, a whole a whole huge like family, actually. And like got like I got a really lucky chance. Thanks to Jason introducing me to like everybody that I met. He was kind of like an chance. ambassador. Like he, I met the same year. Dude. I met so many people through him. Dude, yeah, he 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 brought me into this like surrogate family, basically. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and for that, I'm like eternally, eternally, you know, it's shaped my the, my, my the core of my person, and I'm just I'm, like beyond myself gratitude for him introducing me to that family. Yeah, you know? and it's it's funny too because like even like when you worked at Pokies, you know, it was just one of those things. Like a lot of times, I would just go down there to see him, you know, and just talk to him and yeah, hang out, you know, because like. Every like we would cross paths every once in a while at a show, you know. But like, like back when he was working there, like I always knew, like, oh, if I wanted to see Jason, I could go down there, you know. Oh yeah, like if he was somewhere, if you found out that he was somewhere, you wanted to be there too. Yeah, for sure, because like he 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 had that like kind of like, not to sound like all hippy dippy, but he kind of had that like aura about him, you know. You just kind of felt comfortable, and you can talk to him about just whatever what the fuck was on your mind, you know, and like you knew like. Like, he wasn't going to judge you. And he always had, like, good opinions, too, for the most part. Like, or good advice, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, like, uh, magnetic and, you know, always making connections and always, like, working on something and connecting people to each other so that they could, Mm -hmm. you know, continue to work in the realm of, you know, hardcore and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he was just all about making sure that that somehow kept going. Yeah. He, that's the thing. Yeah, he he was a pivotal part of San Diego punk and hardcore. Oh, like, yeah. You know, so much. Yeah. Just like, More than anybody knew. Like, all he did was connect people. And, like, yeah, I mean, I'm serious about, like, I don't, everyone I know literally is because of that guy. It's, it's like, a, probably it's, the reason that we know each other, you know. Yeah. In some way relates to him, you know. And so. No, for sure. I re- actually remember that with Intent show very vividly because I remember you kind of had like a head mic like you were you know you're singing and playing guitar and like there wasn't a singer but you had like this head mic and yeah, I've never lived that one down oh no it was cool <laughs> like I didn't you know whatever it's you know it's one of those things you know you did what you needed to do but um but yeah it was like that and then like you guys did kids you know which was a great freaking yeah. band yeah yeah well kids yeah kids kids became like like so much more than the band right? yeah like like the kids is like a graffiti crew also did you know that no i mean i kind of saw them like in the sewers off of um like off of b street you know and like i saw it was like a like a graffiti crew as well but i didn't know like the extent of it if you want to like kind of highlight that a little bit yeah no, it was that. It was definitely that alongside uh, that band. So, like, we, uh, Jason and I, the first band Jason and I were in was, was called Thug, and it was improvisational, and we had no songs. Um, we got to play with Green Day. No big deal. Oh, that's but, pretty um, bad. <laughs> that's a cool um, flex. 
<laughs> it's a cool flex, right? Like no songs playing with Green Day. <laughs> um, like yeah, so um, I forgot what I was saying already. Um, uh, the kids being graffiti crew kids, were much more than the band. Yeah, Thug was a graffiti crew too. Like we tagged Thug everywhere, like everywhere. Uh, and then so when we when we decided to start the band Kids, it was just kind of natural that we were going to write that on the wall as well. But like some some folks took it like to the next level, like way after the band stopped playing music. Um, there were individuals who were like moving all over the country and writing tag, uh, writing kids tags, like mm-hmm. very prolific. I just saw one the other day at the West Oakland BART station in a, in a scribed in a sink. Wow. It's like kids. It was like kids. Oh, five. That's what, 2005 and stuff. So, so it's like, it's kind of cool that like Jason and well, you as well too, and Jason, they, they kind of have like this like legacy that kind of like extends like far beyond them. You know, it goes to a much bigger thing that he he and you know has had this influence you know i think so i think that was like part of like the whole his whole um like goal which was like you know connecting people he just wanted to like expand this family right and make it more like effective so yeah. the music the the art and the, the you know the graffiti the, the graffiti crew and you know everything in between all you know like i think was just like part of this like scheme right to like you know make the make the underground more effective make the you know like that culture um be you know more solidified in the um you know in in the leg in the legacy i guess of uh, you know whatever punk hardcore etc like to continue that so mm-hmm. that's cool and, yeah. um what were you gonna say did i, did I cut you off no Okay. Um, another like another memory that I have that that'll always it's like one of my favorite memories of all time is when I traveled with you and the run for your and the rest of run for your fucking life to San Francisco to play with Tragedy and um, I think there um, there was a film being shown as well but I, I just remember that show and like the ride up there just being completely hilarious. Um, I think Jason, I think a few others like jacked a bunch of food from Whole Foods on the way home. And, um, and I remember it was one time, like Jason had like these hay, like these haystacks, these chocolate haystacks, and he was scooping them out of like a zip, like a bag. And somebody said like, Oh, that looks like poop. You know? And I'm like, give that to me really quick. And so, um, so I went and it was like, I, I don't remember who, but it was Jason Fernie and somebody else. We went into the bathroom and I rubbed the chocolate all over my hand and I'm like, okay, you guys give me this word and, um, give me a keyword and I'll, you know, I'll do my thing. And so this guy came in in the stall next to me and I rubbed the, uh, the chocolate over my hand. I'm like, Hey buddy. <laughs> and, um, I'm out of toilet paper and I'm like, can you give me some? And I, re- I reached my hand under the stall and I had like the chocolate look like a bunch of shit on my hand, you know? And the dude freaked out and we all just ran out of the the bathroom just like laughing our asses off, you know, it was just like, it was just fun. Cause he was always up for hijinks and playing pranks and just, just having fun, you know? <laughs> I, I totally remember that. Um, I think when he, I think you were something saying something like, help me, help me. Oh yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Help me, man. Yeah, was, like, yeah. Yeah. Help, help me out. Me. I just remember somebody saying, help me. <laughs> that was hilarious. That yeah. Was and, um, great. But it was it was just great, and then like that night we all stayed at um, I forget some house, and uh, I just remember you were snoring a lot. Um, <laughs> but it was like such like a, a house like it was it was a, it was definitely a punk house, but like I didn't I didn't feel safe. It was weird. So like I slept with like my 
like my arms around like my backpack, you know, my wallet in my hand, you know, and stuff like that. But like, even, but like, even though I knew, like, I don't know why I didn't, like I felt it, but like, I knew that like, even though I was with you guys, like I would still be okay, you know, but for some reason I still didn't like, I was still just kind of freaked out about it, but it was still like one of like my favorite memories of just hanging out with you guys and, and all that. And like, you know, it was just, it was just fun. I just remember picking up Jason too, even when we went to go pick him up for that show. And like he was looking rough, you know. He, he like he just walked out with like sunglasses, you know, and everything. He's like, "All right, let's go." He had like this gravelly voice, you know, <laughs> and uh, he's just like he just woke up and he was just like partying hard like the night before or whatever. And uh, but he's just like, "I'm fucking shredded, but let's fucking do it," you know. Like he was always <laughs> he always wanted to play, you know. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's dude. Thank you for sharing that. Those memories. It's really awesome. What are your favorites? Like, like, do you have anything that you could point out? Um, um, unlike you, I'm I'm not great at telling the uh, the anecdotal sort of stories um, about what happened. Um, I like, um, yeah. I mean, I just, um, I just like hold. Uh, him in this sort of like very uh, mysterious realm in ways that um, uh, you know both like attracted me to him intensely and at the same time like uh, like bounced off of him like repelled off of him um, and you know like we, we the, one of the main things we had in common was like we were down to play music like all the time mm-hmm. uh, and uh so that would put us in some pretty strange places playing music obviously like you know we played you know we played in a in a sewer ditch that was we played in so many like living rooms and um record stores and bookstores hostel yeah 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 yeah. um and those are like my favorite places to play um you know we always had to like solve a bunch of problems right to to make these things happen um and so it was like always super worth it when uh, when it was done but we practiced in some weird places too like we practiced in kitchens and we practiced in in uh grandmother at grandmother's houses and trailer <laughs> parks and um you know we practiced in like really random places like it seemed like jason would just make these connections that were temporary and so we would be like practicing in some complete stranger like situation where like oh yeah i just met these sailors you know and they're totally cool they they live in ib and they said we could just totally practice there and and so we would end up like practicing in some strangers garages for you know for months at a time and um just making like a total racket um i remember like with the kids like i ended up like um ended up we ended up practicing in his grandma's house we were i remember we were on like multiple hits of lsd and then decided to like throw on some porn and try to practice like while that was going on and like it was like it was hilarious but like also like really kind of like like a a strange experience so 
anyways, we, my point is, is that we had like, we ended up in some really weird places, you know, uh, at times. And I think that was like really part of like the adventure of like being, of being the adventurous part, part of being with him, you know, where it's like, dude, I don't know. I might get like totally messed up right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just, Every like, day was, was like an adventure with him. Element of the, the element of not just like adventure, but like, uh, living super cutty and like something like might something incredible might happen right now but something like completely dangerous might happen right now too mm-hmm. like where you're just like holy shit kind of flying on the by the seat of your pants like he was really really good for that and we were just always like trying to like live in a, like a situationist sort of you know like thing like 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 with your adventures of the chocolate on the hand you know yeah I can just recall trying to like spontaneously make make trouble in the, you know, in the mainstream society. Well, I think that was part and parcel of like gr- like growing up as like a punk, you know, where it's just like you just want to fuck shit up as much as possible and have fun <laughs> doing it, you know, because like at least yeah. if you're gonna fuck shit up, you better get a laugh out of it, you know. And Jason was <laughs> down for that. Okay, here's the story. All right. Let's hear it. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, like, we're, we're, we're doing shows in El Centro, California, probably like 92, mm-hmm. 91, 92, 92, 93, in El Centro. And Which Antioch band was Era. this with? Oh, like Kids, Kids, Chicken Farm, Skippy, Run for Your Life, I don't think was a band yet, but um, we, I think Antioch Arrow was, was out there with like Kids and or Skippy or somebody. And, um, and like the border patrol came and like 50 border patrol came out to the show because there was like 300 kids in the middle of the desert and we're just like fucking shit up out there at a, at an Elks lodge, mm-hmm. I think. And, um, like 50 border patrol come. And so we all run out into the fields when they try to bust up the show, we run out into the desert and hide out super pissed that the cops are there, obviously, but we think we're going to get away with it. Someone throws a rock. Oh, jeez. It bouncing off cop cars. Now there's like lots of police there, probably like twenty or twenty police cars, and so we're just having this rock war with them mm-hmm. that only only lasted about thirty seconds until they just came and arrested all of us. But wow! So I got I got arrested with Jason that night, and our other friend John Pospisal and Vicky also went to jail, and I think Danielle also went to jail, but. Um, I was in there with Jason and we're all like just not getting any of the, of the good stuff in jail. Like I'm feeling like shit. And all of a sudden we come, I come out of our cells for into the main, you know, the general public area of the jail. And like Jason's got like his hair slicked back a little bit, like, Mm -hmm. like Elvis, you know, he's like looking, he's like looking super dapper in his jumper you know, like I swore he even had like an extra tattoo at that wow. point, uh, you know, <laughs> that one day and like comes out like, I'm cool. He's got a comb and his hair, he's got like, he's got like pomade in his hair. And well, and I'm like feeling like shit, super hungover and nothing, got nothing. Like what you've got. He's like, my celly is the shit, man. That's he's talking about this. And I'm like, of course he is. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Yeah. And like, we're all trying to get out. He gets out first. You know, he, he bounces first. His uncle comes and bails him out first. Oh shit. Uncle, uncle picks him up with like a 12 pack of beer, <laughs> you know? And it's like, Hey, kind of like, congratulations. And I'm like, and I'm totally getting shit on by my family. Cause I'm like 18. <laughs> I'm yeah. called them and stuff like they're like, they're like, they're like, you can stay for another night. And shit. Wow. Jason, Jason gets out first and stuff. So that's just kind of like, the dude, you know, like had 
that level of uh, you know that level of magnetism and enigmatic sort of draw to it and like it was able to like manage in in every scenario yeah for sure like yeah. another one of the things i remember too was him as a like as a front man too like like with run for your fucking life how absolutely ferocious he was like yeah. like singing you know and just like destroying himself on stage and like in i remember like like choking himself with a mic cord or whatever you know he just like he lived every single one of his lyrics and like just put everything into it you know he got it all out like he was just exercising demons with every word you know and it's like <laughs> yeah. and he conveyed that emotion to the crowd too you know it's like yeah some of those shows were some of the like the most intense shows i've ever seen yeah man he he needed to do that um he was like expressing to me about a year ago that he that he needed that mm-hmm. and so we should do it some more you know because um of his like um yeah like he was just telling me that he was expressing that the need for you know the ability to to express in that way that was like a you know part of his you know personhood yeah was that like need to express that way and uh and so you know i you know i i feel that like without that you know sometimes people like get more bound up like if you don't have that like if you've got trauma let's just say mm-hmm. like an, an early childhood trauma which you know um so many of us have um but I definitely know Jason did have, uh, you know, a childhood trauma um, that, you know, expressing through music and hardcore, obviously, though so cliche to us, you know, is like if um, such a gift to be able to like do that. Um, and, and he was able to like channel that, you know, through through those projects. I think I think when we met, you know, he was like, no, you know, he's wanting to play hardcore. He wanted to play really wild music, um, but also he wanted to play rock and roll too. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he and, he uh, dipped his hands in a couple. Wait, he did Tory Cobras as well. You know, Tory Cobras was a major major band for that guy. Like, yeah, that was, uh, those were a lot of his songs, a lot of his lyrics, very much like continuation themes like of Run for Your Fucking Life, just kind of a different musical form uh, delivery. You know, um, very, like amazing shit there. Um, if you haven't listened to some of those recordings, um, Chris Squire is posting a bunch of them online. Right oh, now. that's awesome! He's a great dude there's too. Some, I haven't seen there's some there. good videos in there. Like some of the only real, some of the only videos that I know of of, of Jason performing. Actually, most of them are Tori Cobra performances. Really, it's, yeah. that's crazy. You know, it's too because I was trying to look for um, just like any old videos, and I never even thought about looking up Tori Cobra because I was trying to see if there was like any like kids, anybody took the kids videos or anybody with yeah. like, run for your fucking life videos or just, and you know, I tried like mm-hmm. Googling that shit and like nothing came up. So it'd be cool to actually watch those Tori Cobra um, videos, you know, it's just like, but it's just funny. Cause like, I can only imagine what it would be like to be in a band with him. You know, it's like, cause he, he had really great lyrics and like, he was just so intense, you know? And like all of you guys, like, like Fernie, like Ubaldo, you and Danny, like you guys also seem to like jive together, but also seem to be like at each other, like a lot, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like you guys were such like, it was, the band was so intense, you know, and like you guys channeled everything, but like, it also seemed like you guys were also very tense with each other too. 
well, yeah, it wasn't no picnic because we were just throwing our entire lives at, at you know and at the stage like to express. It was like a it was like a struggle to express to to that level. I think um, at least in those days, like you know what he was doing wasn't e- you know wasn't easy, obviously. But you know to make those those shows occur was like often stressful, you know, because they involved a lot of problem solving skills that we were still like developing i think and also we just had like a lot of barriers Mm -hmm. um to be able to play you know and stuff so it was like super challenging um you know and like and also like we lived together like almost continuously i feel like we spent like a lot a lot of hours together in one locale or another doing whatever and so you know you know the whole like sibling thing like was like certainly part of what it is like you know yeah we bickered and whatever but yeah it's kind of what you do when you're like that close with people you know yeah 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 but like i also think that like because we were throwing out so much rage right like that that just bleeds over into like everything i think at that point yeah that's true i didn't even think about it like that it was just like because every time I'm like, I hear about it, like everybody's like, "Oh, I'm mad at so and so, or this or that," you know. And I'm like, "Wow, you guys are super intense people!" Like you go up there and you go on stage, and like you are as intense you are intense on stage as you are in real life, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. But you're also like really laid back and and real people, you know. And and Jason was <laughs> yeah. one of the you know Jason was one of those people, and like like if like if he was here in front of me like or if i could say one last thing about him or to him you know it would just be like you know just thank you for being in my life you know you've you know you like our conversations like the people like you've introduced mm-hmm. me to like it's like like you like i mean I, I don't see you all the time but like when i do see you it's like there's always warmth and it's the same thing with like like albert and fernie and ubaldo and all them like like, I don't see you guys all that often, but, like, there's always, like, this warmth, you know? And it's, like, like even now, like, when I talk to you and I hear your voice, you know, I'm like, oh, it's Jeff, you know? And, it's, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, like I said, I don't see you all that often. And then it's, like, that picture I have of, like, you, me, Albert, and Jason out in front of the tower bar is, like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite pictures that I have because we're all just smiling and just, like, I mean, we were being dorks and being just talking about dumb shit. Like not even like three minutes before that photo was taken, you know, but like, <laughs> but like the first thing I did was like, find that photo, you know, and it was just like, all right, I need to, you know, and, and all that stuff. Cause it's just like, he just, he just has a place in my heart, no matter what, you know, and because, yeah. because he has a place in my heart, like all of you guys have that place in my heart. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like, you don't, we didn't have the habit of uh, developing relationships that would feel different after not seeing somebody for, you know, months or years even that like, you just, when you see somebody, it's like you pick right back where, you know, where you left off or whatever. And so the, yeah, it's just like not accepting anything less than family when it comes to, you know, ma- you know, maintaining these, you know, the, the things that we're doing, the way that we're expressing, you know, our, our, our lives. And, uh, and I feel that like the dude was really, really, really good at that. Um, you know, that, that wholehearted, like full, like you know, what they call like uh, joy de vivre or whatever, where mm-hmm. you're just like, you see somebody and you're just like in, you're like, you're automatically in and there's no pretension. There's no like, 
whatever, um, you know, extra extraneous, extraneousness, real, you know, it's like you know? substance. Yeah. Like uh, there's a celebration of, of, of substance in, in the, you know, the sisterhood and the brotherhood, um, of, you know, of, of the underground of, you know, for the people basically, like, it's just all, you know, it's all about equality and, and, and love and, and respect and admiration, I think. And that dude like taught me so much about that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I fully understand. Like, like if you could think of like one thing that like he, like he, he taught you that you think you could carry on with you the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, fuck. Right now, like, um, the music project that I'm doing is like completely, is, is completely a, a situation that him and I would have created or that we may as well be working on together. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, passing it through when i passed it through him a few months ago he was just super on fire about what i was doing and so i'm just he's in that loop with me right now yeah he's like a challenge channeling him yeah he's in my creative space like 100 right now and i just hope he stays there oh i'm sure he will you know it's like and the one thing like like i carry with me with from him is like like just be cool to everybody, you know, no matter what, who the fuck they are, you know? And like, you treat everybody like a person and everybody has, everybody has something good to offer, you know? And it's just like, that's, and just to be accepting of other people, you know? And it's just like, just, I don't know what, yeah, he's just, he was just a wonderful human being. Yeah. Um, he always wanted to be, you know, performing and be in front of people and be creating, um and he intuitively sort of knew that um like across groups of friends or across islands if you will that um you know that that not only can we accept each other but that we can like celebrate each other through whatever it is that we're doing so you know he he like always had connections in these other islands and places and then like I swear, the only reason that we would have played in LA or uh, Orange County at all uh, is because he, you know, like reached people there in some way. Yeah, um, I'm not even sure how he did that, but gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know what else to say that we haven't already said. You know, unless you have anything that you want to add. Yeah. No. I'm cool. I'm doing good. Good. Um, ben, are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing well. You know, so it's just like, it's one of those things. Like the last time I, last time I actually talked to Jason, he called me and um, I was at work and unfortunately I couldn't like, like sit and like talk to him, talk to him. But he was asking me like, if I could help him out with a resume and mm-hmm. um, like, I couldn't like, I, unfortunately I wasn't able to. So like I, I you know, I kind of directed him over to Chris Kohler and I think Chris Kohler helped him out, but that was like the last, that was maybe about like a year and a year and a half ago. Cause like we'd go through like these, like these periods where like, like we'd be out of touch, you know, but like my number has never been the same. And it was one of those things that like, I felt it was really awesome that like he just reached out to me at and like, I need help with something, you know, let mm-hmm. me give Ben a call, you know? So it was great. I was like, Oh my God, Jason's calling me, you know, I haven't heard mm-hmm. from him in a while, but like, when we were talking, it was just like, it just didn't seem like that time had passed, you know? And like, I wish I would have been at the time, like, I kind of wish I would have been like, Hey dude, 
was go grab coffee or grab lunch or something, you know? Yeah. But it was just like busy at work. And I, I kind of had to be like, Hey, I can't right now, but like give Chris a call, you know, he might be able to help you out, you know? And it's like, I, I, I mean, I kind of really regret that. I didn't like, yeah. get that chance yeah. to like, Hey dude, let's go grab like a slice of pizza or something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did did you see the story of the last time I saw him that I posted? No. Where did you, if it's on Facebook or anything? I don't have a Facebook account anymore. So it was me and my family, um, my my son and my daughter and my um, partner Kate. Okay. And two friends, Mary and Reed and Fernie was there too. We were just like walking down the street and on Revolution and TJ. So we're on Revolution and like just messing around, getting tacos and whatever. And like Mary goes like, "Hey, is that your friend? Like, is that your friend right there?" And I'm like, uh, and Fernie looks around the corner and he's like, he's like "Dude, that's a Whedon right there." <laughs> and we're like, oh. and he says like, "So go see if it is." So he's like a house a block ahead of us now at this point. So I kind of like jog up behind, I jog up behind him like sneaking. So we sneak up behind him and I notice he's got the Chula Vista logo tattooed all huge on the back of his calf right on, on his lower leg and i'm like that's how i recognize him you, you know I was, like, yeah. I was like i think it's him i hadn't seen him in like a year but yeah it was him so he's like i like snuck around him and like jumped in front of him until they like scared the bejesus out of him on T- <laughs> and tj and like we just had like a, a half hour catch-up you know session on the street you know just like introducing him to you know to my friends and my family and like you know just catching up that way Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, so that was the last time Fernie, neither, either Fernie or I saw him. Um, and yeah, and like it was a few months later. But I hear, though, that he um, he was working on like music stuff, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that he was like writing a lot of music stuff um, just in the last few months. Um, and he was working with somebody on that as well. Um, and I don't know very much about it, but I just, just found that out recently. So gotcha. it's really, com- it's really comforting to know that he was like, you know, ex- uh, that he was planning to be expressive, that he had some plan, you know, um, with music and that, you know, and that the music, music creating was writing, writing music was like a dominant force in what he was doing. Because like his mom died in um, you know uh, October uh, October last year. Oh, okay, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, he's raised by his grandma there in Chula Vista, like off of like East Orange, mm-hmm. and um, and she she passed away late last year, and it was kind of like a rocky, a really rough road because she got ill for like six months before that, and um, so it was like he was he was one of the caretakers in that situation. Oh, and, I see. Okay. Yeah, was so he like a, like her primary caretaker, like getting paid to take care of uh, her or something? I think, if not the primary caregiver, like a small team. Okay. On that. So, gotcha. So yeah, yeah, I mean, but I think he was writing music and stuff. It was like that's really exciting. Totally. You know, for him, you know? I wonder if he ever even recorded any of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how. Like what you know, what the plans were for any of that. So gotcha. Um, question, do you mind me asking, do you know when he was going to have, they're going to have the funeral if it already happened? Um, I don't think there's going to be a funeral. It's going to just be like, um, uh, cremation. I think it's already happened and stuff. So, okay. 
Um, I don't know what the family is doing memorial-wise, but I do know that a lot of his family, his immediate family, are flying in and they're going to be at the 20th uh, thing at the Live Wire. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Next Saturday. Cool. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. Okay. Um, are you? Yeah, be- I think. I think the Live Wire thing is like where we want to go uh, okay. for the full experience. Right. No, for sure. Okay. Is that something that you want to say what it is on the on the pod? Or is that a private thing? No, I mean, I think people agreed that that Jason would want the world there. And so what is the event at the Livewire? Um, it's a memorial event at the Livewire uh, August 20th at 2 p.m. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have anything more to add unless you do, Jeff. No, no, I don't. If right. you have any other, if you have any other cues or any last minute thing, I'm happy to talk. Yeah, I don't. Well, right, I'm good. I think we kind of like did him some do justice, you know, like. Yeah, and so, so you know, in some ways, like surface. Um, I hope there's some substance in there. Oh, there's definitely some substance. You know, like I said, we. I mean, he's a warm person, you know, and he, he did a lot of things and he meant a lot to a lot of people, you know? So I think, I think this is like a good tribute to him. I hope, um, yeah, I hope that's a a start. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You know, and everything has beginnings, you know? So I, I, you know, it'd be great. I think it both, it comes across that you guys loved your friend, right? And, and hardcore a lot of it is about that. It's about, you know, meeting unique people and <clears throat> having them come in and, and be a part of your life. And, and you know, depending on how your life situation is, a lot of these people become family. And, uh, you know, we just got to tell people you love them all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's actually the one thing, like, even though I never, I don't think I've ever said it to Jason, I hope he knew that I did that I love him, you know, it's just like, cause he, like I said, he, he took, like I said, we didn't see each other all that often, but when we did, it was, it felt, I felt like every minute counted, you know? And, and you guys are a little more lucky in San Diego cause not everyone's a bunch of hard asses. So you guys can tell everyone you love them easier. It's true. We were doing a show. We did a kid's show about four years ago and Jason was so sweet on the mic, you know, uh, he was like just very um forthcoming about um his wish you know that people would you know say i love you more often and that people would reach across and and hold each other more often uh even if just sitting at the bar stool or you know walking somebody home i think you know he was just He's like his his reasoning was that you just you really don't know you know you honestly don't know when people are going to go and he he had mentioned he was specifically mentioning two other friends of ours Anthony Aguilar and Damian Gudino um, who had passed in just the years prior to that show that we did he was talking about them you know he's like because like you know they they're gone and and they would want you know someone to you know uh, 
they would want to know, you know, that, that you love them if you do, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, it's kind of like this, don't leave. He's like, don't leave without saying it. Yeah, know? that's kind true. Like wish, you know, I mean it, that I, actually, that was, that, that was a show at the tower bar, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, and so Jason didn't leave, you know, without saying that. You know, he was just always saying, "I love you." Yeah, you know, it was just like, and I remember it actually because I was talking with Albert about like about Damien and stuff too that night, and it was just like, there's all these people who have passed at like such a young age, you know, who shouldn't have mm-hmm. passed, but like you know, through one way or another, it happened, you know. Yeah, and, well, um, their thirties, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's just like. But he's 100% correct. Like, you tell people that you, you should tell people that you care about them. And it's just like, it shouldn't be like this weird thing, you know, where it's like, it's not, it shouldn't be like a form of like weakness that you're showing emotion, you know? It's like, it actually takes strength to like tell somebody that you care, you know, and, and to, to acknowledge that like, you know, I do have these strong feelings about you as a person and I'm not afraid to show it, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, dudes have such an, an amazing like problem with this sometimes, but um, but yeah, I mean, um, e- even just like explicitly saying something like you know, remembering to send the text, you know, it's always like if someone's in trouble, um, you know, like it's like somehow their job to like reach out and say, yo, I'm I'm struggling right now, I need uh, where are my friends at and stuff, and and a lot of people do that, but really, man, it's our job actually to lean in. And to be keeping track of people and, and sensing when they're struggling, right? And then it's that time for us to lean in and be like, yo, I care about you. Yeah. Just checking in. I'm just checking in because I care. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean? And like that they're like that we just have to kind of remember to do that with people sometimes because like everybody's got struggles. Everybody's got, you know, their their demons and their struggles for sure. And so it's almost like we we have to like develop this third sense to sort of like say like oh hey I wonder if that that person's all right I'm gonna just reach across real quick check in yeah see how things are going you know? totally well before I before that even happens I just want to tell you that I love you too so just so that, that <laughs> on the record that I you know you hold a place in my heart too so just if Ben you... I'm so glad you called me today Good. Or, or and arranged this and stuff like that it has been too long. I, I love you too. I care about you and uh, you know, I care about your memories and it's so, it's really amazing to hear like things I didn't know, you know, about Jason. And it's also just like really, really cool to kind of like take a trip back. Yeah, know, for sure. That's kind of like, I think Zach was hoping to do is just like, and bring that back and like make everybody just kind of remember Jason in their own way. You know, it's just, yeah. so it was good that he did that. Yeah. Well, there's just, there's the two of ours. Uh, yeah. A, a glimpse into the two of ours. Yeah. But I think <laughs> there's, there's so much more. Okay. Yeah. And that'll, that'll happen. I think at the memorial, everybody's going to be sharing their stuff, you know? Yeah. So, but you um, think that's, okay? you think that's okay? Oh, I think oh, this we... is wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, let me, I'll, um, I'll kill the record and then you guys can still continue to talk. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for listening and, and R.I.P. to Jason. Yeah, R.I.P. Jason, dude. You are missed like you wouldn't believe. Thank you. <laughs>